And we are joined now by Robert Cooper, Troy-based fine art photographer and creator of The Gallery, a vlog dedicated to highlighting photography as an art form. Welcome to Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Thank you for having me. Is my NPR voice on? Your NPR voice. There we go. <laughs> this will be the first of many vi visits to our program. So you use camera as, as your art medium. What yes. was your path to discovering your love of photography? To be honest, my love for photography began unknowingly when I was young. I was very much into any kind of book that had photos, whether it's like, a, you know, Life magazine or Book of Sharks or Book of Reptiles or Animals or just World Travels and um, album covers. I used to love album covers. I'm old, so I remember when records were the thing, so... I always loved pictures, but I never at that time was like, hey, I should be a photographer. So, but I do know that my love of photography, <clears throat> excuse me, of photography became, began there. All right. So I know you a little bit. You love photo books. It's still yes. a very <clears throat> important part of who you are and how you communicate about photography. Yes. How, can you, what for you makes a photo book worth collecting um worth collecting definitely anything that's rare like i like to go to used bookstores and i find a lot of especially like african-american photography books are always rare for some reason but anything from the 70s and 80s you know you're not going to find it anywhere else and you got to snatch those up so i always get those kind of books but you know, just things that aren't the, the uh, there's a lot of artistic pho photography books out there with rare photographers. So if you find any of those, those are definitely worth having. But I don't really just collect them just because they're rare. I just collect them because I like the photos that are in there. So we all, or most people know Gordon Parks, but who's one African-American photographer who you think that listeners should know? And if they haven't heard the name, they should look it up. Um, definitely, uh, Kwame Brathwaite is one, um, the Kamoingi, anybody from the Kamoingi Photography Collective, which was a photo collective back in the sixties and seventies. It still of, exists. Yeah, it still exists. But, uh, yeah, definitely anybody from that collective and, um, African photographers, Sidu Kita, um, also, uh, what's the other one's name? There's another African photographer that I really, really like. Oh, so these are African, not African-American. Yeah, yeah. So I can't remember his name. but All right, so Hi. photo book talk in the future. Andrea, you have a question. Hi, I'm Andrea. Hi. Hi, um, Andrea. I have a question. How are you? Good to see you. I have a quick question. Go for um, it. I know that, you know, during a time we went from reflex to digital photography was a real blow to a lot of photographers. And I think you probably look like you may have had experience in that transition. Did you find that difficult? And did it, did you have to transition? And, or are you still using a reflex camera? Actually, I'm the opposite. I actually started out on digital. Oh. And recently, I've been shooting both film and digital. But it's, it's funny that you asked me that because I have a YouTube series called The Gallery. 
And I interviewed a photographer yesterday who's been around for about 50 years. I asked him the exact same question. I said, how did you manage the transition from film to digital? Because a lot of film photographers weren't able to make that transition. So, No, it was painful. And also, you know, people, gosh, back so long ago, used dark rooms. Yeah. Mm, and I love dark rooms. That wasn't was that was that part of any of your work or no? I, you I, just... I sent mine to McGreevy's. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. But you shoot with both. So when do you shoot with digital, and when do you shoot with analog? Definitely shoot digital with paid work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I try to, I try to walk around with a camera. Every day, every time I'm out and about, I have a camera in my hand. And most of the times I have a film camera. So, But if it's during the, the nighttime, then it's more difficult because of the, the, the speed of the film or whatever. So I will probably have a digital camera if I'm walking around at night. Mm, have you tried pushing exposure? That could be real fun. I have, but I have to know in advance that I'm... <laughs> That's right. You kind of have to commit to the whole role. (laughs) So we mentioned you vlogged the gallery in the introduction. It began in February 2020. Mm -hmm. So the first uh, episode and then the third episode was already in the pandemic. So how did you envision the series and what was the evolution due to the unforeseen circumstances? (laughs) Well, it's funny to ask that because it started in February 2020 and my goal was to visit art galleries and also to interview other photographers. And after two shows, then the pandemic hit. (laughs) So I had to um, find creative ways to uh, keep my show going. So I did episodes where I talked about the photography books that I have. I did an episode where I talked about photography documentaries and another one where I talked about photography movies. And not movies about a photographer, but movies that have, like, photography characters or whatever. So I did that. And then after about five or so of those episodes, we were able to kind of, you know, get out a little bit. So I started going back to the galleries and started interviewing other photographers. But during that pandemic where we were inside, I had to get creative. And you are now back to photographing photographers who are some notable people who this vlog has given you access to um the most famous one i guess is um uh what's his name jamel shabazz Mm -hmm. yeah i interviewed him which was an honor and of course um buford smith who was uh from the kamoingi he's he's in it now oh he's in the new generation but the original members Buford Smith is one of the original members from back in the 60s and 70s. And I interviewed some photographers on my first show who were hip-hop photographers who had photos in that book, Contact High. So, yeah. The book you're referencing is the first episode, the uh, exhibition that was the launch of the book. Yes. And so do you ever have any suggestions for those of us who just simply have our mini cameras here, um, do you have any ideas for us? Any hints on how we can maybe make better use of that? I say shoot whatever you feel. I'm not one of those snobby 
photographers who's like, you know, you got to have a camera, <laughs> not a phone. And, you know, and that's not a photo. And no, you shoot whatever you like, whatever is interesting to you, you capture it. And, you know, that's that's the, the best way to utilize any device that you have. I always say a good photographer is a good photographer no matter what they're shooting with. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. Very good. Very good. So we only have a minute left, but how has photography and the camera allowed you to see the world differently without the camera? Um, it's allowed me to, especially when I'm doing events in concert, it allows me to, you know, utilize visual tools so that if you're not there at the concert, or if you're not at that event, you know exactly the feeling that's going on there. You know it's a joyful event. You know that the uh, musician on stage is giving his best performance. And, you know, that's how it's allowed me to, you know, show and highlight music and, you know, parties to people who aren't there or who have no intentions of being there who can't get there. So... Robert Cooper, this has been such a pleasure. Oh, did you have a quick? Just a really quick question, because something (laughs) I found discovered is that when you put a camera in front of your face and you observe something through the lens, it removes you from the event or from the experience. How do you keep yourself connected? Well, usually when I'm at a concert, it's it's for artists that I am pretty familiar with, so... I pretty much know their their every move. Like, for instance, there's this uh, dancehall artist named Spice, and she has a song, and I know at a certain point of that song, she's going to kick her leg up. <laughs> and that's exactly when I've captured it, is when she got the leg all high up in the air. So, yeah, you pretty much know what to expect if you are familiar with these artists. Fantastic. Thank you. You are welcome. Now I'm going to look through your Instagram to see if I can find that photo. She made me take it down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for the other photos from Robert Cooper, the handle is rcooperphotography at Instagram. Thank you so much for coming on Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Thank you for having me.